Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top 5 worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome! To Salam Nerds Podcast. Alright guys, you ready for your first EDM festival? Let's go! Woo! Our first, my first, my first EDM festival. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds! My name is Steve, aka Watson Geek, I'm here my boy, Chad. to our supporters please like comment share and subscribe yo 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 salam nerds it's your boy neebs aka watch with neebs and i'm here with my co-host jazz aka dj hierarchy of the dc universe <laughs> what <laughs> what yeah you know that's what the rock's been saying he's been saying for years like we're gonna change the hierarchy of the dc universe whatever oh that means <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man uh, this is gonna be fun jazz this is what this is <laughs> oh i'm excited because i have some thoughts about this movie so uh, uh, i'm sure we all have and and, and <laughs> not least uh our guest let's welcome our guest man suara thank you so much for joining us for the people that don't know i found you on twitter back when miss marvel was blowing up you were one of the main people talking about it um and i definitely connected with you and you know i feel like I love everything that you put out. You put out quality stuff. We did a panel together at uh, ARC, which was really, really cool, where I got to meet you even more. And then we met at Comic-Con. We just randomly yeah. ran into each other in line, which was fun. <laughs> well, I love that. First off, salam alaikum, and thank you so much for that amazing intro. I admire you so much. This is an honor to be on the uh, stream and podcast with you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to get into the discussion. No problem. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Let the people know. Sure. So uh, my name is Swara Saleh. I am a Kurdish American Muslim uh, pop culture uh, I critic. I uh, have a podcast called The Middle Geeks, where my co-host and I were two Swana uh, people, uh, people of Swana descent, uh, talking about pop culture and, you know, dissecting it through our lens. And we're on the Nerds of Color Network, and I write for Nerds of Color. I've written for um, Polygon, but why though? Um, other sites, and yeah, you should check me on, out on Twitter at Spider Swars. That's cool, man. That's really, really awesome. It's called the Middle Geeks. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I got to give the credit to our Nerds of Color uh, editor in chief, Keith Chow, for actually coming up with that name while we were trying to figure out what we were going to call our podcast, the Middle Geeks. It, 
it's catchy uh, it makes it's sense perfect. It's just, yeah i love a good yeah. pun bro i love a good pun I, I i am crazy about puns uh but speaking of puns you know pumpkins are, are happening this week and because of halloween i got an unboxing i gotta give give out a shout out so you know you know we gotta make our money right now so i'm gonna share some of the stuff that we got <laughs> i don't know what it is i haven't opened it but i'm super excited and but it says halloween on it and it's from Halloween and Halloween Kills. What is it? This Halloween. It's Halloween Ends, the one that just oh, came out. Oh, wow. Look at this. Oh, they gave me a sweatshirt. Look at this. Look at this sweatshirt. Oh, man. This is definitely uh, going to get nice. some of <laughs> No, no, but Neebs, the question is, but Neebs, the question is, will evil finally die tonight? We This is what we need to know. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I should put this on now and like rock the whole thing with this. This is dope. I like Do it. it. Sh shout Do out it. to the people at Universal. They're always hooking me up with stuff, man. They're they're like our biggest, you know, supporters. So shout out to Universal. Thank you guys. And uh yeah, man, check out this movie, man. It looks really cool. It's a, I got a letter from Jamie Lee Curtis. What? Oh, well, whoa, frame that. What does it say? It says, "If I have a brand, if that I tell the truth, and that I show vulnerability. Those qualities are the ones that support Strode has carried all throughout these years. I am Laurie Strode at the end of the day. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, listen, Jamie Lee Curtis, thank you for uh, helping us start off our show. Uh, but let's get into what we're really here for. And that's for to figure out if the hierarchy of the DC universe has changed. <laughs> What do you guys think? Let's start off with our guess. Has the hierarchy of the DC universe changed? Oh, are we starting with me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say kind of. It was like, there are some significant things that happen in Black Adam. Um, I'm sure we'll delve into in a spoiler discussion. It's not like the most revelatory, uh, revolutionary film made. So maybe it didn't change the hierarchy that much, but... <laughs> You know, I, I will say, like, there were interesting things that happened that made it kind of change. That's what I'll say. Fair. Fair. What about you, Jazz? What are your thoughts? Uh, the hierarchy did not change. The hierarchy expanded. Okay. Okay. Because, like, I mean, uh, you know what? Should I just wait for the spoilers on that or should we just dive into spoilers? Uh, let's not dive into spoilers yet. Let's not dive. Okay. Let's, let's right, give good. it at least 15 minutes before we dive into spoilers so that people can join. And then the next 15 minutes uh, afterwards, we can spoil everything. For the first 15 minutes, just let me know what your thoughts are. Okay. Uh, yeah, the hierarchy didn't change. It expanded. See? We add, like, multiple new characters. And they didn't... Their power levels are exactly where you would think they would be, right? They didn't exactly shift any dynamics. They didn't do anything special. They're just new, and they're there now. See, to me, I do think the hierarchy of the universe has changed, but it depends on how you oh. define it. It defines because I feel like The Rock is such a big influence and he kind of just like tells people what to do. He's going to make this superhero like crazy overpowered, crazy, like, you know, in every single uh, other show and every other movie and like just make sure that they know that The Rock is like the biggest deal. Um, kind of like his Fast and the Furious character, right? It's kind of just like The Rock's got to be the biggest and baddest. And like, you know, I don't think that changing uh, changing the hierarchy of DC Universe is a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's uh, a little bit of his ego getting in the way of quality storytelling, in my opinion. But did it change though? Because like, if The Rock was like you know he let's say he did change it right 
Yeah. We haven't seen him fight anybody. Like, not anybody powerful just yet. Mm. Right. Like, he that was still, like, the most powerful entity in this film. And to your point, Neebs, though... <clears throat> It is about The Rock. You know, if we want to go behind the scenes a little bit, The Rock is really becoming a creative force at DC Films. You know, this is Mm -hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and he's getting so much of his say that there were certain aspects in this film that will carry over to other DCEU films. Again, we'll get into it in the spoiler Mm -hmm. discussion. A lot of that, he said in interviews, has a lot to do with his own influence and what he's really negotiated. So, you know, like, I do... A lot of critiques that we have had of Black Adam, yeah. but I do admire <laughs> The Rock's, uh, you know, barging into and changing the hierarchy behind the scenes a little bit. So, so <laughs> one of the I biggest, can agree to. So like one of the, the biggest hierarchy behind the scenes change. I can agree to that. Yeah, I agree to that too. Definitely. Uh, one of the biggest uh, critiques of it is: should The Rock be playing Black Adam, as Black Adam is a character based, you know, in Egypt? What are your thoughts about yeah. that? Let's get into that. Yeah, so the fictional uh, middle, fictional North African country of Kandak has been in DC Comics for a long time, and it has had a lot of influence from Egyptian mythology mm-hmm. and you know specifically the character of Black Adam. Whereas Shazam, or formerly known as Captain Marvel, gets his powers from the powers of the Greek gods. Black Adam would get his powers from the powers of Egyptian gods. Right. Um, right, and so. Basically, as I understand it, you know, this is like over a decade ago where, you know, DC Films was really coming into the fore and they were talking about Black Adam being in the universe. And there was like just a lot of fan casting going on. You know, we weren't really talking as much about representation, especially not Southwest Asian, North African or Swana representation as anywhere near as much as we are talking about it now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you have someone like, again, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, one of the biggest stars in history, right. you know, really I, yeah. Ca- ca- yeah, catching on that and like being like, oh, I feel like I was born to play this role. And like, Mr. Johnson, all due respect, <laughs> you are of Samoan and African-American descent. And obviously, it's great that you are a black and brown person who is such a huge figure, but you also have no connection whatsoever to North African or Egyptian ancestry, right. ethnicity, and, or culture. But no, he just like really had the backing of the fandom that really just did not care about Swan of representation. And thus we have Black M. But I will, you know, honestly give credit to at least they had uh, Swana cast members in this film. Like yes, Shaki, I, I did Mo not Amar, Bodhi Sabangui, like these are fantastic actors at great roles. Although, like you know, Marwan Kanzari, while he's a great actor, unfortunately his role did. did we'll, we'll talk about his role later, but right. um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but yeah. So it's like for me as a West Asian person. Obviously, I'm not North African, but you know, I care a lot about overall Swan representation. That's what we talk about in our podcast all the time. I personally, at least, it's a, it's a mixed bag for me in that I appreciate them having actual swana actors but also why couldn't the main role itself be north african if they claim to care about representation but they do yeah. so it's a mixed bag for me personally i i totally agree i i feel like there are some like points where i'm like okay i see what you mean and then there are some points i'm like no i, I think you could have done better i think you could have done a little bit better um i do agree that having the rock in this uh movie lift it to a different proportion than it would if it was just a Swana actor, unfortunately. Like, if it was just a Swana actor who was probably not well-known, 
Black Adam would have just been a bad guy in Shazam, and that would have been it. That's the last we would have seen him, right? The fact that The Rock put so much love and passion in this character is what made him have his own movie. Because, like, it's a fact that uh, he was supposed to be in Shazam, and they took him out. Then he was Mm -hmm. going to be in uh, Suicide Squad. They took him out. The Rock wanted to give this character its due. He, He wanted him to, like, everyone to feel the full force of this character. And if somebody who really loves black adam it's really cool to see someone push for that and and i do respect the rock for that and the fact that it took 10 years i don't think we were talking about representation now the way we were 10 years ago right like there's a lot of stuff that happened much less about swan representation in particular which we still have issues with in general right now and we just had the movie Dune come out like two years ago, where it's completely from like Middle Eastern culture and subtext, where the author even says it, and they didn't have a single Middle Eastern, North African, Swana person in that movie at all. Dune came out two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, time doesn't make any sense anymore, bro. What? It was during COVID, bro. My brain just, like, broke for a second. Dune came out when? Yeah. So, like, I feel like... I think it was, he... like, 2020, yeah. Yeah. It was 2021. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, so it was That's one like... year ago. Okay. Wow. So, like, if you <gasps> think about it, like... <laughs> in, uh... so relieved. <laughs> no, Bro? Like, I lost two years? What the hell happens? Like... <laughs> Jazz has no idea where he is at the moment. <laughs> I have no clue. Time is an illusion, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, like, I don't want to come to the rock defense all the time, but like, I do feel like relative to some of the other stuff we got, they made an effort. I, I do see an effort. There is talk about autonomy. There is talk about oppression. There is talk about, you know, checkpoints. Like, they didn't need to do that. They, I didn't like, think like, they were dude, gonna I'm just, that. I'm just going to say it. Like, watching it, and I said this in my review for Nerds of Color, I was reminded of occupied Palestine. I was reminded right. of Gaza, you know, like, obviously I'm not Palestinian. None of us are here. So I can't, none of us can speak for that. But like, just in terms of someone as myself who cares a lot about the Palestinian cause and like just viewing that imagery, I'm like, I'm not sure it was intentional. I will say that, but I could see how other Swana people or maybe even Palestinian people could see it as that. I hope, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, if it like, Kandak and you know Bialya are supposed to be on the Sinai Peninsula, which would be Egypt, Israel, Palestine. So yeah, yeah, very close. Yeah, only coded as Palestine, and this is coded as Gaza City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, here's here's my issue though. Like, I feel like there were two directors for this movie, one who wanted to truly showcase what's going on, and the other director trying to scale it all back and then make some changes along the way oh um, so you mean there was an actual director and then there was a rock telling you what to do <laughs> or or the rock wanted to do all these scenes and then the director scaled it back mm, you, you think so i, I don't know i, would, I, would I truly rock, don't know i think the rock would be the one pushing for more action and the director would want more story if if i was to take a guess sure maybe um well what, just what, what i will yeah, I absolutely agree with you there. And I just think the, without getting into spoilers, the main dissonance of the oh, two different films, are, are we in spoiler territory Yeah, we, now? Are, we, we are in 15 minutes. So after 15 oh. minutes, the next 30 minutes, we're allowed to spoil. So let's go, let's go full ball to the wall. Let, let's, get, let's go full spoilers. Let's, uh, yeah, yes, I think, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, there were two clashing films in this one film. 
one about Black Adam and the people of Kondok and the other one about the Justice Society. Mm. I personally really didn't need the Justice Society in this movie. Yeah. I mean, oh my you're wrong. God. Like, I love Dr. Fate, uh, Pierce Brosnan. He was the, my favorite cast member of all of them. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, since we're in spoiler territory now, I appreciate that he went ahead and died so we can make room for the Egyptian Khalid Nasur, Dr. Fate. So yes. hopefully played by my fan cast for him, Abu Bakr Ali. I need him to play Ooh. Dr. Fate Khalid Nasur. So um, but yeah, like with due respect to Kent Nelson, Dr. Fate, he was great. Pierce Brosnan was a perfect cast for this. Mm-hmm. Hawkman, Aldous Hodge played him great, but also I hated Hawkman. I, I was hated like, him too! You know, Right, right. I liked it. What? Right, no, like, like, no. I understand. I understand. Like, he is can still be a likable character. I think he learns better towards the end. But in the beginning, I was like, "Do you not see like what is wrong with the picture here? You are not the hero here." Like, my hugest frustration Mm -hmm. with the Justice Society. I was like, and I tweeted this out. Like, they never asked, "Are we the baddies? Are we Mm. like no coming into this Middle Eastern country for like?" basically the neocon amanda waller and they need freedom okay right (laughs) so so the reason that i said i liked him is that he mm. matches what his character is in the cartoons and the comics like i could see that same character to begin with that's fine yeah 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 yeah. he held true to that that's completely fair yeah i also i also i I like dr faith but here's my thing with dr faith i feel like dr faith without naboo is basically just dr strange Right, like th- th- there's no mention yeah. of Nebu. There's point. no mention with yeah. the helmet. We see Hawkman carry the helmet with nothing, and like ne- Nebu would never let uh, Doctor Fate kill himself without some kind of deal, without some kind of stuff. So they Facts. took a huge element out of that character and just got rid of him. So it was a great character, but it wasn't the Doctor Fate that I wanted. No, no, it was a good cast. I think that's what he's getting at. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're totally right, Neves. I would have loved to see more of Nabu and. But I will say, like, the special effects for Dr. Fate were amazing. And, like, yes. you know, this sort of bending of reality around... I, I mean, I personally found it more creative than... I'm also biased because I actually don't like the Doctor Strange movies in general. Like, I just... <laughs> I've got a lot, loads of issues with them. Um, but, no, I think... I may also, like... I will say... I may also be a bit biased because I am a DC fan, first and foremost, even with, like, the disaster train wreck that has been dc films of the last decade (laughs) um so you know what is good out of these live action films i will take so i appreciate the doctor fate (laughs) yeah they got the onk right they got the effects right uh the effects for cyclone were pretty cool too like her aerokinesis is what they called it i was like oh that's a really cool way to do that so Uh, i like cyclone but i okay so this is going to be an unpopular opinion i don't think cyclone needed to be in this movie no, nope, none nope, of the agreed. JSA needed to be totally agreed. But but the cyclone especially because of the character of Adriana Tomas. Because Adriana Tomas is basically Zari Tomas from Legends of Tomorrow. That's who that character is. And the amulet that she has is the amulet of Isis. And her mm-hmm. powers are pretty much the same as Cyclone. So it would have been better for her to get powers. That way we get an actual Swana person with powers in the movie. Right. And she would have been able to do the same thing Cyclone can do. Okay, I feel like that would have been. They're not better. gonna. They're not gonna 
bring a character named Isis in. Like, they could just like call her something different. They could call her like I've heard different pronunciations like Isis or something. But no, but no, even like, Legend Legends yeah. of Tomorrow never calls her Isis. Never they just her call that. her Zari. Yeah. They just Zari. call her by her name. Yeah. Okay. Myth Tomas yeah. Zari is the. They, well, I think they're setting that up because we know eventually Black Adam of Mary's right. Isis. So I think they're going right. to wait on that one just a bit. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, for sure. Right. The JSA thing, I mean, like back to what uh, Suara was saying, was that they did not need to be in this movie, right? Like, they even said it in here, like, you know, y'all haven't been here in, like, the 27 years uh, inter-gang has, like, you know, ruined our country, and then now suddenly you show up. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, more colonization. And then the moment they said it, right? And I cannot believe they did this. They said it once, and they threw that right out the window in the next scene. Like... Every time they mentioned something about a foreign invader coming in, right? There was a good critique there. And I was like, you're going somewhere. Thank God. Please keep talking about it. And then two seconds later, it's gone. Because you got to every time reaction. Yeah. You like, need like, the rocket punch. Two directors. Yeah. Like, this two director thing really frustrated me with this movie. Because, like, I'm not upset with this movie because it was bad. I think it's a good movie that missed the mark many, many times. And that's what the most frustrating thing about this movie is, is that it was so close to being really, really good. And then somebody just came in and fucked it up. I I was not expecting it to have any of that stuff. So my expectations were very low. And because of that, I kind of enjoyed it. I was like, all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> like, yeah, it's in it. But, like, you want it to be good if it's going to be there. You don't Fair. want it to just be, you know, swept under the rug. Like, when... um. Black Adam, right? He's like, yeah, I, my son was a hero, and then he goes on this whole soliloquy about what happened, right? And then suddenly, he just agrees to like, okay, take me to jail. Like, I don't buy that, man. Like, yeah. like are you telling me four American heroes are gonna come into this Middle Eastern country, and the Middle Eastern hero is gonna be like, yeah, okay, take me to jail. Mm. And that led to the other yeah. plot. Like, I feel like there were two big plot holes in this movie. One. When the JSA came in, why did you start swinging? You didn't even begin to talk. You could have negotiated that, and you could have avoided all destruction there. The second big plot hole, why did Black Adam agree to go to prison? Because if he didn't go to prison, you know, there would have been enough time. Dr. Fate would still be alive right now. I mean, I get that to kill him off, but that the way they told that story, like, all of it could have been prevented if anyone had a little bit of common sense. Yeah, I, I the feel thing like... is, like... Thank you. Um, the thing is, Black Adam wasn't really a character in this movie. He was a cipher. He was just mm-hmm. doing what other characters were telling him wh- what he was and what he should be thinking or doing. It was only towards the end when he really actually got some gumption and started making his own decisions. But really, like we'd said, no need for the JSA. It sort of stripped out. It, stri- it stripped out the character conflict that could have been really great in the film. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could have had still some sort of aspect of the JSA. Maybe you still could have had a strike team sent in by Amanda Waller or American neocons, et cetera. But they were like, no, we got to include more superheroes. So we could have spinoffs or whatever. And yeah, merchandising. Don't wrong, I do <laughs> merchandising. Exactly. Um, it was ultimately an encapsulation of, you know, I'm going to go there. I'm going to say, Martin Scorsese, he said that he doesn't like a lot of superhero films because, like, they remind him of, like, a roller coaster or a theme park ride. And I think that's what this movie, unfortunately, was. Which breaks my heart because it has Swan or Rep in there. And the thing is, like, I love Sarah Shahi in this movie. I love Adrian Tomas. She's 
by far the best actress actor in this whole film and Bodhisattva Ngui as who is Egyptian by the way Mo'amer um, was hilarious he and was, Mo'amer was fantastic yeah, his jokes absolutely. were the only ones that were landing like nobody's yeah. jokes landed his was the only yeah. jokes that were landing well he's well, a the sarcasm he, it's literally his yeah <laughs> it was these three Swana actors that were fantastic but I'm just going to sort of take a tangent here the other Swana actor who this guy he is so talented Marwan Kenzuri completely wasted in this movie yeah. <laughs> like the most one-dimensional villain you could ask for and he literally oh God, becomes so like i i forget who said it but someone on twitter said he was swole satan swole satan <laughs> that's yeah. what he was <laughs> you know the original villain was supposed to be eclipso in this movie and they changed it and i feel like that would have been so much better and then that would have actually explained why people were fighting the rock because they could have you know messed with his mind kind of like hulk and uh Scarlet Witch. I feel like that would have been a better story. Yeah. Like right know. now, oh. um, Black Adam's here for 5,000 years into the future, essentially, right? Yeah. Adapting the world. And then the first thing that happens is a welcoming party punching the shit out of him. Like, yeah. come on. Like, <laughs> that's not how you treat a guest, people, especially not in a Middle Eastern country. That would never happen. <laughs> never. Oh, no. Absolutely never. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I, I did like some of the Easter eggs. We had uh, Amelia uh, Harcourt who showed up, which was I thought I thought was oh, pretty cool. Oh, in the yeah. prison, yeah. yeah. So that ties into Suicide Squad. I, I guess Exa- exactly. Cool. Yeah, and Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah Peacemaker, yeah. right? Which so was really good. good. I love both of those so much. Yeah. yeah. Also, the I, fact that Amanda Waller, perfect casting there too. Amanda Waller is always great, man. She mm-hmm. brings like Shakespearean level like acting to a movie about like a shark that talks and people. Like, come on. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Um, Viola Davis does such a good job of making you feel compelled for someone who is a very villainous character ultimately, but she's just so, so compelling. She's so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, the other thing, um, I did not think that kid was uh, that great, to be honest with you. Though. I've got to say. I gotta okay, say. that kid, my God. Like, on one hand, I get it. You want to be the hero. You want to inspire revolution. Amazing. Amazing in the first two-thirds of the movie. And then, when they put Black Adam in prison, and he has a cape, he's rocking out an air guitar, like, oh, yeah, everything's good. And like, no, bro, you just lost your hero. What? How are you so happy right now? This does not track for me. Like... Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like his acting, unfortunately, either. Um, and I also feel like they did this already with Shazam, you know, the kid who, like, you know, runs into a superhero and he knows everything about superheroes and starts hyping him up. Like, that's kind of what happened in Shazam. Oh, that's not the issue for me. Like, I just have weird issues with the way they use his character and the plot for it. Like, at the end, we're like, oh, hey, you can't be here. You can do greater things, right? So what does mm-hmm. he do? He goes to the people, does a symbol, and for some, somehow everyone keeps, like, starts following him and starts beating up the the armies of hell and like mm. he's on a skateboard and I'm like oh why, why that's that's just so not inspiring yeah it was like, corny yeah it was very corny that's the word for it yeah like i like i think i think bodhi himself is a great actor just the writing did not do him favors yeah, yeah I think I the think writing so. is what destroyed this movie like yeah. i will wholeheartedly co-sign that because really that's my whole issue with the thing the plot holes the way things happen, it's the writing. I don't know who wrote this. Screw you. Yeah, because that kid's been in other stuff. Had three writers, really actually. Oh, yeah, well, all three of them sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, the thing is, no matter, like, 
I do like the fact that like they did talk about some Swana stuff and they talked about occupation, but like the only thing anyone's really talking about is the end credit. <laughs> the end credit. That's all yeah. anyone really cares about with this movie. And like, that's it. And the fact is like, we all knew it. It was spoiled like a week before. And like, maybe if I, the knew... rock himself spoiled it essentially. Yeah. Like if I actually did, had no idea, I might've actually been super excited, but I saw it. I was like, yeah, okay. Superman's here. Great. Great. I don't know what we're going to do about this, but uh, I guess we're going to have a Superman versus Shaz- uh, Black Adam without having a Shazam versus Black Adam first. <laughs> I guess that's what, what it's going to be. Whatever. Uh, and leave it to know. a white guy to overshadow a middle or a, <laughs> a POC movie. African-American <laughs> guy <laughs> playing Egyptian. Like, <laughs> like of course. Oh, like, just, North just... African. <laughs> but The Rock you know, has for a while. I, I will say, though, as like a Superman fan myself, I am very happy with the development, to be quite honest with y'all. Like I, I, you know, Superman in the DCU has been a mess. Henry Cavill, you know, he's a great actor who deserves like, you know, the best opportunity. So I'm happy for him. I, I know it's problematic. I know I'm trash, know. but like I'm DC trash. Okay. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> no, I mean, don't get me wrong. That suit with the, with the primary colors, how so bright they were. Good. Yeah, and he had the curl. The curl. The yeah, yes. you know what it was? They said that was actually Henry Cavill's uh, well input. He wanted it to be brighter. He didn't want it to be Zack Snyder muted, and he did, he wanted it to be closer to Christopher Reeves. That was all him. See, someone gives a shit. Please. Yes, I'm yeah, glad the actors exactly. are taking over and giving a shit about these superheroes. The Rock did <laughs> it. Henry Cavill did it. Like, screw the writers and directors. Like, give more input. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that was really cool. Um, some other cool Easter eggs I thought. Uh, one of the things is they talked about Hawkman dying. Um, Hawkman's character is someone who dies and comes back to life, which I thought was really, really cool. That was a cool Easter egg. Uh, Nth Metal. That we finally got cool to see. Egg. That was a cool Easter egg. We finally got to see some uh, Nth Metal. The other thing is Rock's son, uh, when he becomes uh, a champion, was played by the person who plays Young Rock in the the uh, show on CBS. Oh, that's cool. that's cute. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. So I, I did enjoy cool. that. And uh, this is our first mention of Inner Gang, I believe, too, right? Was Inner Gang ever mentioned before? I mentioned it. No, I mean, I mentioned it in a oh, in the DCU. Yeah, no, this is the first yeah, yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of cool Easter eggs. I did enjoy that. Um, I thought the movie was a lot of fun, but it's still exactly what I thought it would be. No better, no worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought it was yeah. going to be. That's <laughs> it's a mess, but a very fun mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was when I was watching it, like I watched it today, right? I watched it in like what, four hours ago. Yeah. Um, the first half of the movie, I'm like, why do people hate this movie? This is not bad. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, I, I can dig this, right? And then the ending just whew, crashed and burned. You know what it felt like? It felt like um, I wasn't watching a movie. I was watching somebody play Injustice. That's what it felt like. <laughs> <I can see laughs> that. Right, they just gave like Black Adam and his own Injustice video game, and that we just saw him do. Yeah, all the <laughs> it was, again, it was... the theme park ride. Yeah, it was a movie narrated from the point of view of a fourteen-year-old kid. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I can I see yeah. that. <laughs> it was like wrestling, but superheroes. Right, yeah. like, and that's the thing. Like more than half the movie was action and fighting, which is cool like that's great for a superhero movie great 
Uh, I don't know. I came out of there and I'm like, is the world in slow motion or am I just not used to it? <laughs> I feel okay. like the movie I will would be say, long if it wasn't the I love the special effects in the fight scenes. I will I say that. Too. I thought the fight scenes were really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that they overdid it with the slow motion, though. I, I did love the effects, fair, but I think fair. the slow motion, they overdid it. It was, it was I, a little much. Oh, wait. Actually, I remember that one scene where they're all like sort of converging on Black and the Justice Society members. There was a lot of slow mo there. So, yeah, I do agree with you there. Yeah. Someone said that it's like this movie is if Michael Bay and Zack Snyder had a baby. (laughs) 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 Slow mo and explosions. So many explosions. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wish, um, I don't know if any of y'all seen Naruto, but there's a scene where like Madara Uchiha comes back and he's like this big bad. And like they don't do slow mo. What they do. Is show his eyes moving really fast, showing him calculate every little move and how he's gonna move and do things. I wish they did something like that, like once or twice. Like maybe one or two slow mos would be cool, but then after that, I wish it would show, you know, Black Adam in real time making these decisions and doing things. Like that would have been so cool. Mm. But that's like not obviously a real critique. That's just you know a personal thing I would wish happened. Yeah. That's not a real critique. So I'm not gonna hit them for that. And, the thing is, uh, they really overpowered Black Adam so much that like I can't see Shazam putting up a fight. Like to be honest, and, like Shazam is supposed to be the equal of Black Adam, but like I, he's just like the way how powerful he is. I don't see him putting up a fight. I don't know. It's weird. That's why I think he did change the hierarchy. Like, <laughs> you think he's stronger than uh, Shazam? Shazam. I, I mean, I guess like based on this movie like what has shazam done could that be another product of bad writing though sure I'm it, not saying it's, it's not. a product of bad writing yeah. and honestly even like this you know we joke about it so much a hierarchy changing but i think it is like sort of an indictment on you know where potentially dc you might head in terms of oh we're just focusing on power rankings which super is more powerful than other when like no that's i mean we do love the action but also like that's not the fundamental reason we love these stories we love them because these are about people who get these powers and the complications that come with that and the hardships that they have to deal with and not simply whether they're going to be like the other you know essentially Mm -hmm. pro wrestling you know champion in the ring it's so i do hope like you know in if they do do a black adam versus superman or versus shazam story i hope that there is actual depth to it because i think that's you know, the, one of the underlying critiques of this film, as like we've said in this and others have, many others have said, it, it's just like, it's not, just tell a good story, yes. you know, at the end of the day. Yes, exactly. Like, that's what we really, really want. And I feel like they had the potential, man. That's the saddest part. That's where they had the potential to have a really good story, but they're like, no, we want to focus on action and fighting and this bad guy who's, you know, they were so close they were so so close and that's the only reason i hate this movie is because you could see the potential and you saw them miss the mark multiple times like there could have been four or five different scenes that could have redeemed the story and they missed it every time yeah i mean it's one of those things like from your perspective some people's perspective like they're happy they put it in at all some people are like no it's not enough and you gotta ride that line yeah Neeps, that's exactly how I was feeling. That's how I was like, oh yeah, I'm grasping at these straws of what I like as a <laughs> Middle Eastern DC fan. Like, yeah, I'll take it. And then like the more I think about it, the more I discuss with friends, I'm just like, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the bar is on the floor. The bar is on the floor. The bar is on the floor. The bar was Wonder Woman 1984. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This movie is like basically The Godfather compared to Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's funny all right uh before we go what are your thoughts about the the future of black adam when do you think we'll see him again what do you think is going to happen what are your thoughts okay so the future actually looks pretty good here mm. when they showed amanda waller with the drone saying hey don't leave Kondok or we'll kill you yeah and then you know without the superman reveal that alone was actually really really cool mm. and him smashing the throne there and just being a protector for Gondok. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, yes, thank you. Good. This is amazing right here. Mm -hmm. And then Henry Cavill shows up and takes away from all of it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's still potential there. What about you, Swar? No, no, it's like it's almost saying it's like it's like gone. It's yeah. definitely there. Yeah. It's just it was overshadowed. Okay. Swar, what about you? What do you what do you want to see? So I second Jazz. I think that's very promising. I hope they do more with that. I want him to meet Shazam. I want, um, you know, Adriana and Amon. By the way, in the comics, Amon Tomas is actually Adriana's brother. But in this, right. they've made him her son. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones with the powers of Osiris and Isis. Isis um, yeah. So I hope that they do somehow get powers and get to be you know, North African superheroes. I think that would be really cool. And by the way, you know, I want to dress in an elephant room. Like, well, I love Sarah Shahi. You know, she is an Iranian yeah. American actress, you know, not North African, but it's also like, you know, part of that desperation of like, oh, at least, you know, it's someone who's Swana, but, yeah. you know, also <laughs> ideally should have been North African. So, but still, like, I love yeah. her. She is amazing in this film. And I can't wait to see what else she does. Mm -hmm. um, in the DCEU, in a Black Adam sequel, um, We'll see how they thread the needle of like what they name her. Um, I hope like, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm hopeful for. And I hope that, you know, Superman, you know, just from as a Superman fan, that Superman really has his due with like a great writer, great director who has like a vision for what, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about this recently about, especially with the Alan Moore discussion of, you know, like, his critiques of the comics industry and like how Superman was originally a creation of Jewish American immigrants to the U S right. and like was steeped in working class values. And, you know, that's why Lex Luthor as a villain for Superman works so effectively. So I hope that they're able to somehow create a really compelling Superman story that will speak to like so many today. I think there's so much potential there. WB, if you need a writer, I'm right here. So WB, <laughs> WB, look at my guy. he will save you. Cause evidently you can't save yourself. <laughs> it's it's I mean, funny. I... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. You go ahead, Nate. Uh, I was gonna say it's it's funny that you noticed that you said that like we're uh, grasping at straws because if this movie mm -hmm. came out ten years ago, Jason Statham would be playing Black Adam and it'd be oh a white guy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh. so trust me, The Rock is a little better than that. I agree. I would, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, we're getting closer and closer, y'all. So we're getting there. Out. We're getting there. Um, for me, what I would really like to see is is The Rock is becoming a protector of like Gondar, right? And we. We see that Amanda Waller is still part of this like 
imperialist, uh, you know, country and this organization. And like, even though they're like, okay, you can have Condor, they're still like, hey, you leave this and, you know, you're going to get some shit. And I feel like there's still potential for that story, occupation, all that stuff. Like there is still potential there. Like they could be like sanctions or something that like Amanda Waller and America and all these other countries are doing to Kondar. And it kind of be like, make him uh, Kondar's own Dr. Doom, where he like, you know, actually cares about the country and actually tries to undo a lot of these interventions by like these outside, like, you know, forces. I feel like there's potential there. And then Ooh. we could have the Marvels and Superman fight the black Marvels and maybe like another, you know, character. I feel like there's potential there. I feel like the story they started with the occupation, with the stuff that's happening there, there's potential for it to keep going and actually make it the real story. And that would be really cool if they can do that for the next one. I would love that. I just have no hope for that. And here's why. They tried to take away all of that from this movie already. Like, I don't yeah. think they're going to touch that. Because, like, I mean... One like, can dream. One, one can, can dream, dream. One can dream. One can dream, yeah. Like, I would love to see that. But I'm truly convinced that what's that military department of like public affairs i think they had their hands in this movie they're like don't make this too on the nose about us going into foreign countries complex yeah Yeah. i think i'm pretty sure that the u.s government and the military had their hand in this and they took away from it because yeah just like they quite frankly yeah we are we're almost at war right now like we're about to you know like it's a reality almost so <laughs> that is true that is true damn we gotta we gotta end on a bleak note um <laughs> sorry but if it makes you any better um uh short of one person going crazy we're, we're gonna be fine no no but I, I do think that there is a little <laughs> bit of like you know overreach because like the justice society also says things like we don't need a passport we're the justice society but nobody can leave condar like yeah what the fuck is i that, right? lost at that part i was like are you i was either like are you fucking kidding me or are they actually making a point here and just like you were saying jazz like before they don't really commit to making a message either way uh, yeah they're just yeah, they yeah. Like, which is so frustrating <laughs> I, like, oh, I, you know, um, what is it like? Uh, extrajudicial killing is bad. What the fuck are y'all doing here? You don't yeah, belong yeah. in this country legally. Like, you are extrajudicial killing. I would like to see a movie hypocrites. where the Justice League, are, a Justice Society, are the actual bad guys, and you they know, weren't uh, the bad guys in this I know. movie. <laughs> they like, were they the bad really guys. Were. But no, most Americans will see them as the good guys because they're American. Like, mm, oh, America. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. This is. You know, I think we're all pretty much on the same page. I feel like we liked it for what it was, but when you really try to see the potential of what it could have been, it it it, it brings it down. It it, it, it hurts a little short. bit more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it get stings. That. <laughs> My anger comes from the fact that it stings so much, not because it was a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man. Each day we get a little bit closer, and then yeah. we put a few steps behind, and then you keep going. All we got to do is keep on, keep keeping on. <laughs> yep. That's fair. That's true. You know, you know, honestly, it's like this year we have something amazing like Miss Marvel, and then we get Black Adam just in terms of I like, know, you know, that's probably I, it. <laughs> but like, here's the thing, right? Like, you know, Black us, Adam is probably yeah. gonna make a butt ton of money and Miss Marvel no True. one showed up. Like really, like there was no viewers. It was so on it Disney sucks. Plus. Well it's not that no one showed up, you know, it's just like lesser than other Disney Plus series, but 
of course, like it deserves more views. Uh, it deserves absolutely. More and views, Kamala, yeah. no, but we're going to have Kamala in the Marvels. Yes. We're going to have her in a huge screen and like sharing the stage. And that'll be amazing. So that's going to be fun. You know, like once we actually give more, not, okay. Not that in the Marvels that there is a, you know, like, but still continuing the through line from what the Swanasa and, you know, including South Asian and Swanasa, um, Swanasa and Muslim creators made in Miss Marvel for that to carry into the Marvels, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully will, you know, remain intact. And who knows, maybe like Kamal will have her own film as well as she deserves to, you know, with yeah, would be Swanasa. Really, really We've been pushing for that so much. Y'all, please, please. Inshallah. Like, Inshallah. That. Sweet like, Miss Marvel deserves her own movie, like just or the Young that. Avengers, right? Like that'll be yeah, yeah. Thing that's everything, cool. please. Anyways, guys, that's our all champions. we have. Yes. Our champions, <laughs> champions, yes. Oh yeah. man. Uh, but anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate uh, everybody listening in and tuning in, and uh, for everyone watching on Spotify and stuff like that, uh, let them know where they can find you one last time. Hey, everyone. Uh, so just Neebs, Jazz, thank you so much again for having me on. This was an absolute blast. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Spider Suarez. Find me on Instagram at Suarez underscore A. I am uh, a podcaster on the Middle Geeks um, on the Nerds of Color Podcast Network. We discuss anything and everything related to Swana media and give our takes on it. I write for the Nerds of Color. I've written for But Why Though, uh, Prime Timer, um, polygon io9 and other sites so oh, check out my work on those sites yeah you got some Man, actual credentials busy. oh shit <laughs> what does well, spider what does spider swars mean it just like a reference to spider-man and swars oh, okay, is a nickname yeah. that i've had so yeah <laughs> got it got it all right cool man well thank you again for coming on the show we'll definitely want to try to get you back we'll try to find some more excuses to have you back because you're very knowledgeable you know a lot of stuff and we love having you and you have great equipment which is also you a do plus have great equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah appreciate but- it Thanks, thanks again, and everybody listening, man. Uh, let us know what you thought about the movie. Let us know in the comments. Let us know on Twitter, on TikTok, and wherever you might find us. Uh, until the next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace. Salam.